Where'd you go? The only thing I hate more than blubbering people are boring speeches. Right. You remember that nut job in Albany last year? Killed his wife. Then he, he came out of the house with a gun at his daughter's head. Remember that? Cops pissing their pants, didn't know what to do. And then you. You. You step up very calmly, ask for the sergeant's big pen, and fling it. 26 yards. Right into the asshole's eyeball. <clears throat> dead shot, dead shooter. What's your point? My point is that you took action. That's what I love about you, Maeve. Look, Maeve, nobody wanted that airplane to go down the way it did. Of course not. And now, we got to make the best of it. Otherwise... Otherwise, it was all for nothing. What did I tell you about boring speeches? There. Or oh. Hello there. Hello there, sir. <laughs> oh, how are you? Not, not too bad. Not too bad. Kind of punch drunk. It is. It has been a long day. <laughs> Well, this this is uh, an unexpected treat. I, I will say, um, I was indeed. That's that's how most people greet me when they hear my voice. They're like, "Oh, what an unexpected delight!" I mean, <laughs> and why wouldn't I? I, mean, I don't honestly. know. I feel like I and we are delightful. I I agree. Indeed, I agree. Well, the it... numbers suggest as such. They do, actually. They do. I think people people agree that we are delightful as well. But um, welcome indubitably. Back. Welcome back to House of the Nerd, um, the one stop shop for weirdness. Um, and just the one stop shop for pop culture. <laughs> pop culture. Oh, there man. you go. Whew, I'm so tired. There you go. <laughs> well. Well, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting episode this week um, because I have a lot to say about this episode that we just watched <laughs> and not a lot of time to do it in. Um, so Indeed. It is it is a Saturday. Um, and my We've got wife, a long way to go and a short time to get there, you might say. A short time to get there. Yes, yes, indeed, uh, Bandit. That, that is true. I, <laughs> that is accurate. Um, but a lot's happened this past week. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, sir. Um, whether it is news about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, I guess you'll call it reboot. Spider-Man crossover. Uh, yeah, I was hoping you you would know what I would talk. I was talking about there. Um, where did you see this article, or where did you see this quote this week? Um, because I, I think, think it was this- on CBR.com. Actually, I actually saw it just uh, just about twenty minutes ago, and I was like. All right. <laughs> okay. You know, I I saw this. Believe it or not, um, it came across on my phone as a um, uh, quote from a People dot com interview um, Sarah Michelle Geller gave um, because the book that she gave it to. So this is a quote that she gave with um, Evan Ross Katz, who is the author of Into Every Generation a Slayer Is Born, 
semicolon how Buffy staked our hearts. Which, if you know, that's a lot. (laughs) If you know anything about one host of this podcast, you know that that book was pre-ordered the second he found out about it. Um, That's a a long ass title, but really, it was not me. (laughs) (laughs) What it is is a retrospective on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the series. um, You know, kind of told from fans, um, told from the you know the people who were involved in making it. Um, But Sarah Michelle Gellar. The book was released uh, Thursday, and, and Geller reportedly said, um, actually, not reportedly, she did say, she was quoted as saying, um, for the Buffy reboot that has been talked about, you know, bandied about on the internet, um, she wants a Zendaya to play Buffy, um, which I... Dude, is this the same book where Xander is like, Angel's a piece of shit? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was, I was uh, tracking the same book. There, there have been a couple of these recently that have come out. Um, yeah, but the actor who played like, Xander in, called David Interesting. Boreanaz. He called like, David Boreanaz a piece of shit. Um, and uh, I don't think it was exactly exactly that, but it, it you know all the same. It it seemed to come out that way. Oh, I mean, it's these people didn't like each other very much. Um, is what it seems. And or, I'm like, for someone who got arrested in Tallahassee for doing some sketchy shit, that's that's a weird flex, bro. <laughs> for someone who has been on approximately zero, zero anythings. Has he been on anything? After I think the- uh, if he if he has, it was inconsequential. Or as like a background character or like someone where you didn't see his face. As far as I know, like, I don't know, he may he may have been on other things. But nobody gave a shit. According to mm, your your brain, ugh, that's not good. That's no. not good, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. No. Um, he appeared in an episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, well, there we go. I'm sure as an upstanding citizen, he was. Oh, or a, it was either it was either a corpse or a serial killer. So that's <laughs> not true. Um, I I have to say he was in 21 episodes of Criminal Minds as a corpse or a serial killer. He was the um he was the love interest for one of the characters on the show. Yikes! Yeah. Um, well, they dodged that bullet after 21 episodes, <laughs> and that that appears to be it. Um, he's been in a couple other things, but I've not. And heard then he was arrested of these shows. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Brennan has had a hard go of it. Um, Indeed since Buffy. He'll um, tell you too. He's not um he's he's yeah, anyways. He's a person. Um, anyway, you know, people have problems and that's that's okay. Um it's just interesting, you know, the whole glass houses and stones comments um come up with yep. and, But anyway, <laughs> I, I I was excited about this news solely because oh, yeah. I'm excited about the reboot of Buffy. I'm excited to see that there is some, there's still talking. Um, there's still some, you know, there's some talk out there of it happening. Um, so we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. But um, we will indeed. We will see. Um, we will be here for it. Well, pivoting from that direction, talking about a return of a character. Um, what about Samuel L. Jackson? made a little bit of news this week um, for two franchises um, that, that Sam has been involved in Uh, talking first here um, about an interview that Sam did on a podcast um, called the happy, sad, confused podcast, not to be 
confused with this podcast, which has all three of those emotions throughout each episode. Um, <laughs> we vary it up. Nice. Um, but uh, Samuel Jackson did say um, he did confirm that he will be reprising Nick Fury um, yet again in Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, semicolon, Quantum Mania, which is a better title than the previous title that I read because um, it's less words. Um, but uh, it's, it's easier to read. <laughs> I, I am interested to see. Um, Samuel L. Jackson seems to be like he's very happy. He's very, very content to be continuing to make um, genre movies. Um, he also made news this week because he has said that he is willing to come back to the Star Wars universe. Um, in fact, he's interested to come back to the Star Wars universe um, and that he has had conversations with people about how do you bring back Mace Windu, um, the character who famously gets blown out of the, the you know, uh, Emperor But Palpatine. did not die on screen. He didn't. And that... Um, that has made all the difference. I, I used I'm here for it. At, I used to look at this as like a joke, and now I, I want to see this. I want to see, I want to see him come back. Um, I mean, he says on the same podcast um, that there has been a huge history of people with one hand returning in Star Wars, which I thought he's was a, he's not wrong. I mean, no, he's very right. I mean, I thought that was a great callback, and it shows that he actually knows a little bit about the star wars universe um I, it's he's a niche character to me and like it's a person that i legitimately i liked mace windu's character he was right that you know we shouldn't have taken on anakin as a padawan um and i indeed i, I feel like people you do not hold that. the rank of master people forget that he was right about that um and that he's a very smart jedi master it's that damn 24-hour news cycle <laughs> And anyways, I just, I mean, it's not a Russian Mace Windu. I, I'm happy to see that he will be back as Nick Fury. I love the character of Nicholas Fury. I think he's a, a great character. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be glad, hopefully, to see him back. You mean even though he's not a white guy? Man, here's the thing. Too, what? too soon? Still? I mean, David Hasselhoff what? is apparently the, the greatest that could ever be. Depending on, depending on which era you listen to which I, I guess is a, a small lead into the only news story that I saw is um, Hayden Christensen and Ian McGregor talking about the hate that the original or the prequel trilogy received <laughs> it was like oh oh wait you mean everybody forgot about that weird <laughs> I, I feel like people are whitewashing that, that yes. time of our lives um, they're like no we always loved it no, we didn't. Just think, we'll look, we'll look back in, in 20 years upon these, these trying times and be like, remember when everybody just got along? <laughs> like, no, they didn't. <laughs> what? No, we really, really didn't. This, this, was the, this was the time of, if you were the wrong color, had the, had the wrong, uh, you know, really, if you're the wrong color, then you were shot in the streets by police. And if you were the right color, then you could get away with treason. So people did not get along. <laughs> Man, uh, or or we'll be actually living man in the high castle. We, I mean, we don't know anything could happen. But MIT says the world's going to be over in twenty years, so yeah, fuck it. I mean, if that happens, like I'm not, 
I don't, I don't know. Am I am I that upset about that? If that happens, yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not saying I'm I'm sad. <laughs> that would be the worst thing. I I mean, I don't know, buddy. Like, is that too dark for right now? I don't I don't know. I've I don't, been up for a long time. That's <laughs> you have, and 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 I have to say, we we are we are appreciative of the fact that. Um, you're soldiering through right here because uh, <laughs> this was definitely not the original plan. This has been a a very we, we've been trying very hard to get this episode in um, this week. It's been a long week um, for for both of us, I think. But um, time change has really screwed uh, screwed us up. Yeah, but not next year. It won't. It's the only the only fucking thing these, these politicians can agree on is the time change. I'm like, wait, wait. I was like, can we focus our energy on shit that matters? They're like, no. They're like, we're tired. And this one hour has really fucked us. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, really dumb universal health. That, that's because it's the only thing. It's the only thing in the fucking universe that impacts both the politicians and us, you know, feudal peasants. Like, that's, that's the only reason this is happening. Because if it was anything that that didn't affect, if they just were like, "Nah, fuck it, we're not going to do daylight savings time for for us, for the for the elites, we don't have to do it," then everyone it would never else. be changed. Yeah, everyone else has to has to do this, but not us. Then it would never change. <laughs> just like I don't know, healthcare, human, <laughs> basic human rights, really dumb thing abortion <laughs> that we're focusing energy on right now is the daylight savings issue in this country, but. Whatever. Yeah, but that away, Marco Rubio. Way to make yourself useful. Mm. <laughs> With another <Andy>. windmill. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we've well, got a limited time. We'll tilt it down. We're going to keep me on track. No, the last story this week is a good one. Um, it is a good one, and it ties into the conversation we were just having. Um, about daylight so, savings time? No, about uh, remembering things a different way than they actually occurred. Um, oh, gotcha. So... Everybody knows Hayden Christensen is returning for Kenobi. Um, he's going to reprise his role as Darth Ooh, Vader. I think I know um, what the story is. Yeah. I'm, is it his other his other appearance? It is his other yeah. appearance. Yeah. Which, in an <sighs> exclusive this week um, with The Hollywood Reporter, it's no longer exclusive because you're hearing it on this podcast. Um, That's so right. <laughs> thanks, uh, Hollywood Reporter, for doing the legwork for us. <laughs> Appreciate um, you. I couldn't Hayden make it to Comic-Con this weekend to ask about it. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is going to stay in the Star Wars universe. He is going to once again reprise his role as of Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader, um, in the new aka a- Big Wheezy. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Big Wheezy. Um, he's going to be in Ahsoka, which I think is is absolutely stellar. That and it Indeed. makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, like we can we can get snips back. Like, if there is not a Snips reference, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I quit, I guess. <laughs> there, there's no way. Like, if they, do, if they do not do a Snips reference, there's, I think, that, that's just utter, that's utter failure. That is worse failure than what the internet says the Grand Inquisitor character design is. Given, <laughs> given that he will, be, he will be Anakin again at this point um, when he appears, because presumably Ahsoka is going to take place at the same time or it might do it might do what you know boba fett did and kind of give us like you know a, play with time a little bit i think we will get hayden christensen not darth vader or, or maybe we get i Luke. hope so um I, I i'm perfectly fine with either option 
but I'm just really glad because Hayden got a lot of hate. Yeah. Or like, we just oh. get we get Force Ghost. I guess that's the that's the default if you're doing this. If this is set later, you just get Force Ghost him. I think that's what we're gonna get. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the version of Anakin we'll get because they they retconned it with the special editions giving us Anakin at the end. Um, true Instead of David Pro, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, the original Tom Holland apparently. <laughs> so spoiler machine. So all of the all of the, the details are obviously being kept under wraps, um, but I <laughs> I think this is great. I am really really happy to see Hayden back in Star Wars. It's a great um, teaser. It is. Now if you could only bring Jake Lloyd back, I don't know how I have there like there's there's probably I would say there's there's no way to really do that, but like it would be it would be cool as like like you have simon Pegg in there like that kind of thing yeah he, like he would be he would be too old like at this at this point but it would be cool to have him show up as like a character somewhere if you could nod at it i mean right that'd... that would be that would be cool to be like hey all that hate that you that you got from all of these air quotes fans that we're seeing for like the you know katie tran and the a kitty train is that her name is yeah yeah that that you're seeing like that shit hasn't changed but we appreciate we appreciate you you did you did good work and and truthfully you worked with the script you had now the final story this week is also um, the final 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 um i i do have another small news story it's not really a news story it's just it's just sad news (laughs) i don't know if this is a good one um ahsoka Ahsoka will be appearing a mere one hour away from me this weekend. Seriously? At Richmond's Comic Con. Oh, dude. And I have to work. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, technically I could I could go. It's like an hour there. It's an hour back. It's like by the time I would get off of work, it's I, I'm like, oh. so Ashley Eckstein will be will be very close. But by uh, by grace of of money and time and effort and uh, not having the scholar in proximity so we can we can both go and get a full house of nerd family picture with uh, the hero ashley Eckstein. so i don't that, know if you're bored this weekend and, and would like to drive up to richmond you know we almost took, almost took that job in richmond last year mm. well just think you could have been a contender i could have been a contender um I you could've... and my wife's sister could have hung out all the time. It would have been great. And moving on. Um, the last story of the day. Skipping right through that. Skipping um, right through. Not, you know not quite to being good for the soul yet. Well. But this, not, this podcast is good for the soul. It is. It, it is. is. But you know what's good news is that not the next series we're going to see from Star Wars, but the next series after that. Is it Andor? Is that the it, next one? I, well, okay. I'm going to change that because I don't know that that's actually correct. But at some point, we're going to see Mandalorian season three of <laughs> yeah. uh, of the Mandalorian. I thought the next one was Andor after I Kenobi. Read, I thought I read something about Andor being moved. Um, so, Doctor Google says, I don't, I don't know. Either way, supposedly, supposedly um, Andor. Okay, Andor is supposed to release on Disney Plus sometime this summer after mrs marvel um which we got a trailer for this week that we don't even have time to talk about mrs marvel that's perfect because i haven't seen it we will talk about i it. just i just saw that the trailer dropped yeah. t- today 
um, one of us texted that to the other one, so perhaps Did you? should read their text. Oh, that probably is. That's probably um, where I just saw it today then. Um, <laughs> but what I'm talking about... Um, Was we, that today? We, Was it yesterday? I don't know. Good, buddy. Um, now, now I'm going back. That's awkward. Um, <laughs> but what I, what I wanted to talk about was uh, Christopher Lloyd um, from Back to the Future is apparently going to be joining <laughs> The Mandalorian Season <laughs> 3 of, in a role where, again, details are being kept under a strict lock. And I want to point out The Hollywood Reporter, this was a wonderful line, not me, but the details are being kept in the under lock and key in the trunk of a DeLorean, um, nice. which is, is a great line. So for the record, you you sent me the Marvels the Marvels trailer uh, Tuesday. Oh. So if that if that tells you how busy the week has been, <laughs> <laughs> time has no time has no meaning. Time has no meaning. The first comment I saw for like that Christopher Lloyd news was like, oh, I guess uh, man, I guess Boba Fett and Mandalorian is just love boat now. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And also, why is every, why are you guys hating on everything before you even see it? They're like, I've... this casting is announced, and you're like, this sucks. And I'm like, uh, okay, cool, skeezits. Like, <laughs> I'm thrilled. Cool your jets, bro. I'm so excited about the fact that we're getting. We're getting so much content on Disney Plus. They Who just was upset about Simon Pegg. Was anyone like super pissed that Simon Pegg was in it? What about no. Daniel Craig? Were you really mad that Daniel Craig was in was in there? Like, no. What about what's his name from Ted Lasso being in uh, being in the first season of Mando? Like, no one was upset about these. Jason Sudeikis. That was it. Oh, was he really? I didn't know that. I think it was. I think it was him. Mm. I think he was the one that like kicks Grogu, like the scout troopers. Right. That's right. He's he plays. It's like scout. him and somebody else that is famous that I can't remember who it is off the top of my head right now. But it's like yeah. no one gave a shit about this. What if that's Christopher Lloyd's role? Like it's not. What if it's not like a major role? Like he's not going to come in as fucking Doc Brown, dude. Like it's, it'll be fine. Oh, out. Which yeah. Speaking of Back to the Future, I did see a really fun TikTok that was like, what what happened to like 1985 Michael J. Fox? Like where where did he go? Because the the one who jumped to the future he went back to the to the other time like he went to single pines mall timeline mm-hmm. what happened to that marty mcfly in that timeline where did he go no pines mall i can't i can't give credit to the tiktoker but it was magical and i was like uh, cuz i i don't save it and i didn't save yeah. it but it i was like oh my god what a fucking mind bending theory that is that'll screw with your head yeah, kind of like the other TikTok that I sent earlier this week at a, I don't know what hour it was, but I was fucking tired. <laughs> the the whole prison planet theory, the world yeah. is a, the world is a prison colony for aliens or something. Like we we fucked up somewhere, and what if, what if, every time we get close, they just reset it, <laughs> kill everything Ooh. off. And that's what all these civilizations we're finding around the world are. Ooh, I don't <laughs> like that. Don't, so. don't like that nope but uh, at least we'll have something to look forward to in 2040 oh. <laughs> when they come back and reload us or the machines reboot us or Re- I don't know reboot yeah they're going um, wait we're looking at 2020 and like the, the meme like have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again <laughs> <laughs> we are sponsored by Evan Williams bottled and bond <laughs> that is a hundred proof folks and we are sponsored by haven't had dinner yet Ooh. Well, it's a good thing that we're moving quickly this week um, because are we? Well, well, we are relatively for uh, for us. 
for, for uh, me, for me, you're moving quickly. We're going to go ahead and jump right into the episode because, um, it's indeed, I need a little bit of soul food. Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, that was, that was well done. That was well done, sir. Thank um, you. I have many goddamn thoughts, professionals. Many thoughts about this episode, and I'm gonna have to oh, stay on track. This here. this might have to be a two parter. Like we're gonna get like halfway through, and it's gonna be tough tough to rein my current evangelist self in. <laughs> yeah. So, so because this is this is like in a microcosm. Like, what the fuck is wrong with church? Like that's that's really like I have I have very strong very strong memories of literally this, like literally this. Except the dude who was molesting people couldn't stretch his arms out. Like you had you had to get get within arm's reach, like that kind of bullshit. Like, man. Oh my god. Like, I. Because that is the A story. Like that is definitely the A storyline. This this is why I I told my wife my wife and I watched this episode on Friday um, as we stare at we were staring at a tree that was potentially going to fall onto our house we had mm. a tree fall down last weekend and we have another don't like that teetering um, so we were praying that it falls into the road and not our neighbor's um, car <laughs> and house um, but we're watching this episode we're talking about uh, season one episode five um, good for the soul indeed um, the titled. Um, Written by Ann Sanders Saunders and directed by Stephen Schwartz. Um, man, this is this is why I, I feel like I hate the church. Like this, this particularly. Like yes, I, I have so many. Like, Cause, like if you if you don't like if you watch this show and you haven't like been been rooted in kind of like that this culture. Like I, I spent my entire life rooted in exactly that culture like that i i mean it's i know it's not specific to southern baptist but southern baptist culture like specifically rooted in that and i know it's like this rooted in protestant culture and it's it's like if you are not in that and you're watching the show and you're like wow all this seems really fucked up and far-fetched it's not like this is almost a fucking documentary like it's it's unreal down to the fucking festival like i was like Uh these people i i mean i like you you saw it on it was all over tiktok a lot like the like during the covid thing and they were like god will save us we don't need to believe in covid and everyone raise your hands and the lord thou shalt save thee from covid and it was a super spreader event you're like are you fucking kidding me like you it's the like all of all of that uh, speaking of a, a rant like all of that is the the old like i guess joke slash adage slash like the the dude's drowning and like someone in a boat comes by and they're like no no i'm waiting for god to save me and like a helicopter comes by like come on get on they're like no i'm waiting for god to save me and like they do that like a, a raft comes by and they're like guy tries to pull him up he's like no i'm waiting for god to save me and then the guy drowns and he gets up to heaven and he goes why didn't you save me he's like i sent you a fucking raft a helicopter and a boat like what more it's like that nonsense like is it's all of that rooted in this there there's gonna be a lot of deep-seated repressed uh, repressed anger come up in this i think (laughs) i i have been to these events i did the billy graham event in tampa Mm -hmm. i did all were we both there we probably were both there time just because that was that was when we were like 10 right i was i think i was eight when i went um no yeah it it was somewhere around there 
I was 10, so you must have been 11 or 12 um, at that time. But I am one year older than you, jackass. <laughs> I know that, but when it was. How, how did you go at 8 and I went at 11 or 12? I said I Do was... Do you know math? <laughs> I was 10 is what I said. I heard 8. Well, I... Let I, the tapes show that I, I was probably wrong. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I noticed this week <laughs> that I was definitely right about? Is that they are absolutely playing with the sound and they're like distort. I, I did notice it this week. Yeah, like I, I've been listening since you since you said it. I did notice it this week. I'm trying to remember the. There was another. There was oh. another big fucking conference where it's like all Christian men are supposed to get together and learn how they're supposed to oppress their wives. I forget what conference it was, uh, but it's another massive one. Promise, was, keepers. Promise keepers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally not what they say. What you know, that's not the tagline. It's not like men learn how to oppress women, but really, that's kind of the theme of. Exactly what and you need to be. You are the head of the household, and you need to be the one telling them what to do and how to do it and when to do it. You are the leader. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I I don't know. What if we both just fucking talk to each other and like we we work through shit together as a as a married couple. Yeah, in, like instead of just hey, thou shalt do as I say. I don't. I don't remember. Did you? Where did you have the? Uh, you shall submit to your. I don't think you did. Right? We did the submit. Submit to your husband. That. We yeah. definitely did not have that. We did not either. We actually had. We had a guest speaker on standby just in case someone went off the rails during our wedding. I remember. Uh, indeed, I, I vividly remember that. I'm glad I didn't come to that. But <laughs> me too. Because that your your wedding was beautiful. It, it was it was amazing. Like that, legitimately, like the one day. Like if I could pick a day to do over, that's it. I, I would just that would be that would be heaven. I would just do that day, over and over and over forever, forever. It was, was amazing. That was a really good day. I, I, no offense to my tiny pterodactyl, but like you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, my wedding day was my favorite day until you know my my child was born, and then that is my favorite day. Like. I'm sorry. I really, I, I love my little pterodactyl, but like that day was perfect. Like that was the perfect day. I say that to my wife all the time and, and she gets kind of like mad at me. Um, and I'm like, look, I mean, I, I don't mean this to sound like I don't love my son. I do. I love my son dearly and I haven't even met him yet, but I love my wife more. Like, I mean, that's the thing is I'm like, look, you're the person I've, I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with. Like he will he will go off and live his own life. That's fine. Not saying I don't love him. I'm just saying I love you more. Like that's just currently. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. It's a I don't it's different. It's a different love. That's what I've heard. And I'm I'm interested to meet him because I feel like it's I feel like I just don't know that yet. Um but I, I don't think that there is a set of circumstances where I could love someone more than my wife. I just I mean I love my parents, but I, I don't love them the way that I love my wife. You know, like I right. There are different types. There are different types of love. Didn't did not realize this is where the podcast was going to go. But, I you know I'm here. Either. I'm here for it. But I mean, this is an intriguing part of. I feel like this is this is what se- separates us from some other podcasts. Is sometimes these little twists and soliloquies <laughs> end up in weird places. But um, indeed, so. indeed, that's what that's what we do. <laughs> Bending keep it, back to the keeping it weird since 2020. Let's uh, let's start <laughs> right? here. Um, 2020, 20 late 2020. Yes. Yeah. Let's start here um, because I feel like Homelander always gets the the A treatment or the the major story treatment 
I don't feel like Homelander is the main point of no. the story this week. Um, but let's start with Homelander and, and what goes on with him. Um, oh, we that's we finally did get to get to that episode. Yeah. Do you remember in episode two when you were like, oh, my God, is he going to fucking breastfeed? Yeah. And I just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. Because I didn't want to spoil it. And my, holy fuck, it's creepy. Creepy. <laughs> uh, and I mean that entire like that entire thing is 100% manufactured self-serving by whatever the fuck her name is like the uh, the corporate suit yeah yeah that is that is 100% manipulation by her because she's she's like we have to keep boundaries and to keep him out of that like the part of the other part of her life with her kid uh, she's like very cold calculating well he he's jealous of a kid he needs a mommy. Like, oh, oh gross. It's all kinds of fucking creepy. All kinds of quick. Um, but I'd like to announce our second sponsor of the night is Knob Creek 100 Proof. Oh, somebody indeed. Oh no, this uh, is this is it. This <laughs> two drinks. <laughs> that's that's it. Otherwise, we really will go down a twist and a turn here tonight. Um, I, I liked after two drinks. It's binge drinking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I've heard. You don't have a problem if you can keep it at two, is what is basically what you're saying, right? You don't have a problem until you tell yourself you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Homelander got an interesting edit this week. Um, you know, he gets the he gets to give this the John Wayne speech that he wants <laughs> to do so badly, um, and I thought that it was a very interesting, to- you know, turn of phrase. I, it was intentional. It felt like um, that he talks about, you know. I want to say these things. I know people will follow me um, if I say this. And yeah, stop trying. Stop trying to control me. I'm acting out. Oh, and he gets his hand slapped, and yeah. he, he gets the line about boundaries, and he gets told no, and then he goes and does it anyway. Um, which I mean, because that that method of that method of control that Stillwell was using doesn't work. Like it didn't, it, it didn't register with him. It didn't work. So she's like, shit, I have to change tactics to keep this, keep this person under control. To be fair, to be fair. I, to be foul. I, to be foul. That's, uh, that's my, my uh, superintendent. That's like his, that's my favorite thing that he says. Anytime someone says to be fair. At the end of last mm. week, uh, and I, would, I don't think we caught it on the podcast last week, but the end of last week, when he's standing at with the wreckage at the beach, with the wreckage of that plane, the speech he gives is 100% George W. Bush's speech from the Twin Towers. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I really... the people that, you know, the people that took down these planes will hear from us all soon. Um, they are deliberately doing this. I mean, I know it's yes. you know, like they're they're doing it on purpose, but when they give him the chance this week to give the remembrance speech, um, yeah, that's that's one hundred percent the like the nine eleven ground zero yes. speech, like the reading the reading of all the names. It is, and then and, oh, man, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the, and he gets through what four of them? Like I don't know if we're supposed to if it's you know we're supposed to guess that he did the rest of them and and then but it to me it sounds like he did like four names and then was like ah fuck it these are the ones that matter and then like moved on. Um, yeah, I. I take it that way more than I take it as like just an editing job that they just like didn't want to sit there and read 200 names. I, I assumed because we saw 
we saw him read the four and then he says something about we feel your pain or we yeah we, we are saddened with but you but it was like this person was a doctor yeah and this person was um you know a mother and a daughter they and that, met- like they hit they hit the quota like they hit the the big high points and they're like and everybody else yeah it was so it's like a even more it's like a jaded version of the 9-11 speech it was it was intriguing i'll say that the way that they did that um i i I appreciated um, the the fact that he and Maeve, um, you know, kind of got into it a little bit, and, and Maeve kind of sees him for the bullshit that he had, he is spewing. Right. Which I get. I guess that that leads us where. So like the ace or the ace story. This storyline, like it's Maeve. I mean, it's been Maeve and Homelander kind of side by side this whole time, and this is where the split happens. Like we saw the event that leads to the split, and now you see even more of a fracturing. And we find more out about Maeve, which I was really excited for, for you to get to as well. I wondered if this is where this was going, because I have a feeling, or at least I have the, I feel the way that it was portrayed is that Homelander did not, does not know that Maeve is gay. Homelander does not know that okay. Maeve is gay. It is seeing... And honestly, I mean, Maeve herself, it, like, it's, it's an interesting story. It's like Maeve herself doesn't doesn't really seem to to know either like she's still she's still struggling with that identity herself and that's and you'll you'll see that like you'll you'll see it play out over the next few episodes like she she's still like trying to figure out who she is because you get the impression like she goes and meets the it like talks to the you know her what we find out essentially is her ex and is like that's what i thought oh hey what about this cat and yeah. it's like uh, she died two years ago so we get a time frame like two years ago it's like oh god no this is shameful i can't do this and then that's at least in my my estimation that's where she turns around and starts dating homelander probably for press and probably out of a little bit of shame like she wants to you know not not go down that go down that road so you get her going in like when when she is at her emotional like bottom and is at her depths of holy shit. We just murdered a plane full of innocent people. And now we're now he's here doing this. That's who she went to. She, mm-hmm. she went back, she went back home essentially. And that's what did not like. get a welcome. Yeah. Not, I mean, I feel like she rightfully did not get a, just, Hey, come Walk on in. Back. Let's just pick up right back where we left off. She's like, no, this is fucked up. Like, why don't you go to Homelander? Like that's who you left me for. That, like that's who, that's who you changed who you were for. I feel like that seeing that is the that's what um, Starlight. I feel like that's where Starlight and Maeve are kind of similar in this aspect because we find out a lot about Starlight and, and the changes. She and that is one hundred percent the A storyline. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to spend a ton of time on Maeve because Maeve doesn't yeah. really get a lot of. She doesn't really have a lot to work with, but what she has here is is very important. Yeah, this feel. is this is laying the groundwork for. So we've had like pretty much, you know, three ish storylines per episode, mm-hmm. and you start seeing that fracture into like six, seven storylines. Like mm-hmm. we have the seven, right? So you see it start fracturing into like seven different storylines plus the boys. Oh, man. And even then, like even like you're seeing different fractures. So you see, you know, Billy 
going off kind of on his own and you're left with yeah yeah you're left with you know frenchy kind of working all also on his own and then you've got huey and mother's milk kind of left to carry the rest of a the a storyline like there's so many there's so many little storylines like it's it is amazing how they do that in this show there's a lot of i feel like any almost any other show that tries to do like eight nine storylines in a single episode of like 50 minute tv you're just gonna get lost but this all mm-hmm. makes sense like in it it all works and we can go a week without watching it and pick up right where you left off and go, Oh yeah, that's right. That's what's happening. Like it is, it is beautifully written. Like, go ahead. I'm sorry. That that was it. It was beautifully written. I was just going to try and come up with a different way to say that same thing. So we get, we we can move. (laughs) I mean, but you're absolutely right. I mean, with, with Billy butcher, we get context of why he's so angry at soups and the fact that his wife has just disappeared. I feel like I, I, I should say I have read some of the comics now, so I feel like <laughs> a little bit of an idea where that storyline is going. Um, but the fact that his wife has just disappeared and you get this kind of like side adventure for him this week where he goes and destroys, you know, the, the tombstone marker for his wife. Right. Like I, she's not there. You're talking to fucking dirt. I, I like, understand that. I do. I, yeah. I, I get 100%. That. This is stupid. Um, like, why are you bare? Like, we don't, because I, I mean, for him, it, it appears to be that's that's them giving up. Like, that's yeah. her sister. Her sister going, well, fuck it, um, we're never gonna see her again. And he's like, no, I will keep going to the ends of the fucking earth, my wife, until I find her again. Yep. Whatever the consequence, I will find her. He's got like, nothing to lose. dead, alive, nothing. Yeah, he's that's all he has. That's yeah. it. Is finding finding her. I so I mean that's his tiny like that's that's pretty much all we get of Billy this week, other than other than him screaming at a dude in a tent essentially about like you're oh. a fucking moron, which was an awesome awesome little <laughs> it was a, rant. It was a great rant. It reminded me of some of the rants that have happened on this podcast. <laughs> um, I, I I did notice a stunning similarity between <laughs> some of the things we may have said. Um. <laughs> I've been saying for fucking fifteen years, um, probably since I was about sixteen. Look, it, it. I feel like I. I do feel like this was this was a light Billy week on purpose. I mean, it was a yeah. light Frenchy week on purpose. Up until the the very end of this the show, it's an exceedingly light episode. Uh, light episode for the female and for Frenchy. Um, yeah. You know, you find that. You get this little bit with, you know, you get Popclaw um, kind of her story. So that's, yeah, that I think, I I know that's the very, the very, very beginning. We kind of skip over it to, which I feel like is, is a fitting commentary on how, like how her character is treated by A-Train, essentially. Like she's the one that's passed over and it's consistently passed over. Now she's, now she's on the run. I, I know this is, this is only, this is wrapping up essentially like we're we're putting a pin in a train storyline uh, for, for a minute like yeah but yeah that he kills the love of his life essentially because i i think in his fucked up way he does he does love her but he loves fame more yeah so he's got yeah. to like 
that that's the what he's got to protect is he loves his his image and his fame more than anything in the world and he also loves popclaw and those two don't mix and now she's betrayed you know betrayed them and he has to fix it instead of standing by that by his by his actual love and going yes i've been on v here's what it is you know, and risking the consequences of that, he chooses to keep hiding that and overdose her, essentially. Bro, the way that that scene played out... Oh, it's... It does... It is heart-wrenching. It does (laughs) seem like a little bit like he was keeping her alive only until she acknowledged. And when she does acknowledge... Oh, 100%. You know, who I told, it it felt like in that moment, it was like... You almost feel like a sense of like, oh, that was a really, really bad idea. He was. I. I feel like a part of him was hoping that it would. It wasn't anything, and it's like the fuck. I was hoping I didn't have to do this. In in his in his warped view of reality, I was hoping he didn't have to do that. And when it's like, oh shit, you actually did tell people, and here's the well. Now I have to do. Here's the here's the here's the consequence that I have already decided would happen if this was the case. And, the scene- and then he feels justified when he sees the security footage, which is even more fucked up. It is. It, it is. That plays into that scene with him and Homelander, where Homelander, you know, essentially threatens his life. Um, yeah. You know, tells him, I'll always be watching. But you do get, you finally, you finally get, you know, the cats out of the bag with, you know, the boys. He, he does see, you know, them, I guess. He black. sees one. So he he sees he He's sees French. Frenchie, yeah, blackmailing, and now they're going through and systematically finding all of his associated addresses, just his. I so we don't know who, they don't know who Billy is yet. They don't really know who Huey is yet. Yeah, I I do have to say though, it has set up for a glorious battle at the end of this episode between the female and Black Noir. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so excited for you to find out more about Blackmore. I, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I enjoyed battle very much. I enjoyed, I legitimately, when they killed, I mean, the female does die. It looks like to me she does die. She's damn She's Wolverine. She, cut, she gets cut in half. Yeah, um, she's Wolverine. Like, that, yeah. that's what she has. Like, and Wolverine she, can't die. When she healed like that, I legitimately cheered. I was like, I got out of my seat and I was like, that's awesome. My wife was like, isn't she dead? Please sit down. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, can we go downstairs now? The storm is getting really bad and I'm worried about that tree. And I was like, now we can go downstairs. We we, (laughs) we finished the episode. Um, It was was nice to see. um, And I think it makes more sense given what we saw, you know, with Butcher and Mother's Milk um, with the testing of the V and the fact that, you know, a little earlier in this episode, we... We hear Ezekiel and home. I think it's Homelander who says, "You know, I'm given given God's gifts, or something like that. I was chosen to be yeah. God's gifts." And then you find out later in the same episode that um, I think it's Butcher who says they're not chosen; they're manufactured. Right, because um, we we get the we get the baby laser at the holy, at the end of this. Yeah, that was awesome when they kind of figure out what's what's going on. They're manufacturing some of, I'd say not all, but some of these soups are being manufactured. They're being made. 
yeah yeah that's what manufacturing means so they're being they're being built some of them are being built in the lab i'm i'm sure they'll be as far as i know there's not any more like deeper dive into like is it a genetic predisposition that they enhance or like i don't think there's any deep dive into that if i remember correctly Um, but that yeah either it's being enhanced or they're being just intentionally made and juiced up from the beginning and just to him him walking around with a baby just like when he when the baby didn't do it and he was like come on do it like like or something and it like cuts those dudes in half Mm -hmm. i was i was wondering if he was going to take that baby with him um but uh, (laughs) yeah hey you don't shape up I fucking kill you. I'll be back. You're like Jesus. I'll, I'll be back. I was like, this is that was a... because he doesn't. He doesn't even. I don't think he even sees them as people. Like it, they're just they're just evil incarnate, and it doesn't matter. They're all bad. It doesn't matter what they what they've done, what they will do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're a baby. It doesn't matter if they're full grown. He's like soups are evil. The end. Yeah. Like he is. He is pushing huey to take advantage of starlight like that's that's it he's like i don't give a fuck about starlight she is evil she is a soup the end like that's his that's kind of his position and Huey's like i like her like she's a good person yeah he's like no she's not because she's a soup let's uh let's get into our a storyline Please stop the music. Please stop. You want me to just suck it up and do this for you? Hmm? You have no idea what you're really asking. You have no idea what I've been through. Every single word that I say up here, I'm reading from a script. I didn't write any of these words. I don't even know if I believe in them. I believe in God, I love God so much, but honestly, it's, it's just how goddamn certain everyone is around here. Tickets start at what, 170 bucks so that these people can tell you how to get to heaven? How do they know? How does anybody know? When the Bible was written, life expectancy was 30 years old. I mean, I'm not so sure you're supposed to take it literally. It also says that it's a sin to eat shrimp. What, if you're gay or if you're Gandhi, you're going to hell? I mean, and if you have sex before marriage, that's, that's not immoral. That's human. What's immoral? is the guy who shoved his dick in my face. (laughs) Shit. Here's the truth. Anyone who tells you they know the answers is lying. And I know, I know, I'm supposed to be this hero, idol, symbol, whatever, but 
I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just as scared and confused as the rest of you. I'm done pretending. And I'm done taking any more shit. Thank you. I think I think that's where we I think we've covered all the other ones. I feel like this is where we for this been. episode. Yeah. Um this this believe con bullshit. Um hey, I'll be damned if I haven't been to one of those fucking cons where someone like on the background on the screen says the angel wings come up behind them. Oh. Like that know. exact scene has happened. Like legitimately has happened at one of those. Cute. I've been there. Man. I, I know I've been to these things. I feel like this is the indoctrination that I refuse to put my children through. I will, right. I will not do this to them. If they want to do this and they want to go to, to, to these things, yes, more power to you. I will support it. I'll be there. But I the one thing I love about our church is that they don't do this bullshit. I mean, like they, you know, you walk into our church and we have one of our tenants is we believe in the pursuit of social justice. And I, I look at that and I go, okay, what does that mean to you? And, and right. if you ask people, you don't get an empty platitude. You don't get like, oh, we have a... Which is nice. Because yeah. the only other place I've seen you know, that occur is the Church of Satan. Like, <laughs> like the, tenants, the tenants of the Church of Satan, which I, is specifically a trigger. Like, like, I'm pretty sure it's designed as a trigger. Yeah. To be a direct counter. But it's just essentially, um, hey, be a decent person. Don't fuck with other people. And you are your own person. Like, you deserve to make decisions for you and your own body. Like, that, I think there's nine tenets, but that, that's, like, kind of the, you know, quick, yeah, my yeah. interpretation of the dummies version of, like, the tenets. It's kind of like that. It's like, why, why is the church of Satan's tenants closer to the teachings of Jesus than the evangelical church? Like, that's fucking bizarre. Like, what kind of weird-ass world are we in? Man, it's just, this, this was just so fucking frustrating, honestly, mm-hmm. to watch. And to, it genuinely made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You're looking I've at- been Starlight in this situation. Like, I've been Starlight. And it's it's fucking infuriating. Like it is that you you have to keep this perfect this perfect it, mold because you're the example. And they, God says you have to be the example. Like, wait, what you've had you've had premarital sex before? Well don't don't say that to people because you are the role model that these people are looking up to. Like I've I've been there. I've literally done that fucking circle before. Like I've been that person in the circle that has to like lie to people and continue to propagate this like bullshit narrative, this bullshit purity culture. Like it it's it it uh it hits it hits deep. It hits into I don't know need for therapy. Like <laughs> that's what it hits. It, this is this is modest as hottest. This is the this is the yeah. fucking. Like it's don't say gay. I mean, it's the like. Oh, I was told today that bill does not say don't say gay. Fuck off. I, I just, I just want to, I just want to put that. I, I had a like forty-five minute argument this morning about about this at fucking seven o'clock in the morning. Both <laughs> about, know about it. In this state, <sighs> that bill is being pushed forward. I'm like, 
that are. I'm like, it doesn't say the words in quotations. You are not permitted to say gay, but um, it's there. It <laughs> like, opens it up to, for you. To be you can't. You it. can't say that anything. You can't say anything age inappropriate. Which what the fuck related to sexuality? Well, that's weird because I've seen fucking Honey Boo Boo on the TV uh-huh. and super awkward. So essentially, my position was: adults are the ones who are sexualizing children. Leave these children alone. Leave them the fuck alone. It doesn't. It doesn't. The kids are gonna. Kids are gonna do what they do. They they know. They know who they're like generally attracted to. Let them figure it out. Stop with this bullshit. Like you have to. Oh well, look, Kermit and Miss Piggy are a male and a female, and I'm like, and look how sexy Miss Piggy is dressed. You should do that, so the boys will like. It. It's like that bullshit. That's okay, but if you say, oh well, you know, Kermit's got two dads, uh, like he hangs out with Bert and Ernie. Suddenly, well, suddenly, it's a ten thousand dollar lawsuit, and the teacher is you know looking for looking for a new job. Which I get. I don't. This is a total aside on the. I think my like I guess conspiracy theory about this whole bill is more about getting rid of public education and forcing it to private education to continue indoctrination into literally what we're fucking talking about right now into belief con because you go to private schools hey you can you can indoctrinate the fuck out of people with all of this gilead bullshit and continue to make sure that propagates and if you don't have any public education that teaches any kind of balance or anything then that's what you're going to get like you're going to get a bunch you're going to get gilead mm-hmm. and you're going to get a bunch of people who are like well it's okay for me to for me to rape this person because we need to propagate the species because thank I, you thank you the story of of abraham i need to bring um, this christianity the line that is so fucking <sighs> oh <sighs> when when she's like i have a friend who's hindi um and i know <sighs> i know that <sighs> my duty to bring them to christianity oh, i had to pause it I had to pause it. I, I was, I I literally had to pause this and just like breathe deep for a minute. It's, again, been in that circle, and it's it's like that seems super fucked up. Like, wait, just like um, maybe you should be allowed to live your goddamn life. And they're like, you can't say that. You can't say that. Oh well, yeah, that gives you the opportunity to witness. It's the same. Like, oh my God. Uh, speaking of off. news, speaking of news stories, I saw evangelical Christians have descended upon the Ukraine, and they're like, "Leave vulnerable people alone." Like, let if you want to fucking help and you want to show the teachings of Jesus, then go over there, shut your cake hole, and help. Like, pick or bring food just hand out food and water and help help bring people to shelter and shut the fuck up about everything else if someone says hey why are you doing this because my god tells me i need to the end that's it that's it and you like that's it and say i'm doing this because this is what i believe that this is what is right even if it it, or it's i i personally believe this is what it's right or you know, this ancient book tells me this is what it's right. Like, I, I, I don't care which it is, but leave it at that. And if they go, oh, well, tell me more about that God. Cool. Go for it. Go for it. But don't come in and say, hey, Jesus wants you to come with us. And if you would only accept Jesus, then all of this bad stuff will go away. Putin will stop being a horrific dictator propped up by Tucker Carlson and the Trump 
parade like that like that's that's fucking nonsense like just go over there and be a good person that's what all of this all of this like belief con like pushes in and indoctrinates people to do and to believe that hey i'm doing the lord's work like i'm going and witnessing like oh my god Uh, (laughs) it's just Uh, i'm calling a therapist tomorrow (laughs) but that's why i think starlight i mean i look i mean the 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 whole point of this is to get or the sanity i'm I'm maybe one of the one of the two this (laughs) podcast between this podcast and the sanity that'll be my therapy but you you look at you look at like the point of this to move the narrative along is to let huey kind of blackmail uh ezekiel which which he effectively does get done he Um, does he does it felt an awful lot like fourth period in high school yep um yep which, um, Jesus, like, if that doesn't tell you how fucked up life is. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, a, you know, a, a lock-in at the church <laughs> with the creepy kid's pastor. Oh, man. Uh, I, I definitely had that. Oh. That was my, like, sophomore school, a Bible school teacher, you know, uh, in high school. So, um, you know. So many. The- there's, there's, so, there's so many. It's, it's weird. It's weird that this weird, you know... The, the whole like evangelical male power fantasy uh, sin, seems to lead to, you know, a lot of sexual abuse and just abuse in general. It's very strange how that happens. Hmm. You're told that what you do is justified by God no matter what. And hey, if this magical being in the sky told you that you should touch that little kid, you should uh, because it's God's will, um, then you're probably going to end up with a lot of fucked up shit going on. Because we all fall so we all fall yeah. short. All right. I, sorry. Yeah, my bad. My bad. I didn't mean to fuck that five year old. Mm. Like, but they, but they had a low cut shirt on. They had it coming. Perhaps you should wear. Perhaps you should wear less revealing clothing. You small male child. Like, be less attractive to the uh, to the pastor or to father. That's why this shit is so. Oh. Oh, I, I I can just I mean from from personal experience. Every Catholic school that I went to had a scandal like this. Yeah, I only went to one. What did we lose? Three, four priests. I went to two, and my <laughs> six priests. Um, in in eight years, seven years, six priests. Um, so I was I had a really good batting average. Um, for priests that were you know. Well, uh, so we'll we'll do a to be fair. To hmm. be fair, um, at least yours left. True. That's uh, yeah. That's not something that happens generally in the uh, Southern Baptist community. They just either move to a different church or the families they fuck up have to move to a different church. That just seems to be how that shit works. I feel like so at know, least the Catholic Church started pointing people out I'm after six hundred years or so. Yeah. Me either. Tell <laughs> how we both went to a Catholic high school, and I went to a middle school, which was I went to a Presbyterian middle school. Um, yeah, was it my my eighth my eighth grade year? One of the one of the uh, good Christians fucked a senior, got her pregnant. <laughs> anyway, I, I, yeah, I, Presbyterian I, school, also not Presbyterian, still not Catholic either. Went to a Catholic school. <laughs> I, I feel like now is the appropriate time to to relay the story of how my sophomore year, the FBI was on campus one morning. Uh, oh, that was in my class. Yeah, it yeah, was indeed. I know, I know exactly who that was. Um, indeed. But, 
they hold a fairly prominent position. Well, mm. well, one of the partakers holds a prominent position in government now. Mm. Awkward. <laughs> uh, the other one, I don't know where the fuck he is, but he's definitely on a fucking registered sex offenders list. <laughs> Probably where he should be. Um. Anyways, I don't. So I I don't know. I have I have a. I like. It, it seems also like that particular individual was also highly taken advantage of. Like you're a 16 year old kid with a child porn ring. So like, Oh, it's a spade a spade. Like yeah. <laughs> lay out the story. Here's what, here's what happened. Cause I was in class too. When I got questioned by the FBI as well um, about, about like, Hey, did you, did you order the code red? Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of a lot of people who are associated with that person did, but I, I was legitimately in class with that individual, and that individual was an underage kid. I mean, we're sixteen, like we're sixteen year old kids, and he's bringing in these discs of porn and trying to pass them out to people and like, hey, check out this website. And mm-hmm. that's the that's the part you you saw or heard probably heard of in rumors. The other half of it is there was a much older person who was influencing and talking to this person and just like, Hey, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Just like, Hey, I need you to put your name on this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, And we're going to put it out there. So it's a much older person taking advantage of someone in, in high school to do this, to try and skirt laws. Well, it turns out that shit doesn't fucking work and child porn is child porn, no matter which way you slice it. Um, But also kind of fucked up that, now, I mean, I never saw any of the discs, so I don't know what was I don't know what was on them. I heard various stories that it was like super young kids, which is, I mean, if you're you're a 16 year old boy, you know, an eight year old naked is fucked up and don't. Yeah. But I mean, if you're a 16 year old boy and it's like a 16 year old girl, you're like, well, this is my cohort. Like, I'm trying to hook up with that. <laughs> like, it's a 16 year old. You're like. Okay, so I don't know what was on the discs. I don't know how. I I assume it was probably skewing towards the younger, but this this guy was also exploited by yep. someone much older. And again, still fucked up for both sides. Agreed. But I think that's that's a that's more of it. But that's one of those things that's pervasive, seemingly in these particular communities. When you have a giant ancient book that tells you it's cool to marry an eight year old. And they're sexually viable at eight to 10 years old and you should marry them and you should start, start that. Or you have a story of a dude who is living in a cave and his daughters go, Hmm, I think I'm going to get my dad drunk, rape him and see if we can have some kids like that kind of fucked up stuff in your holy book. Okay. Well, it's probably skewing that direction. Leads you to wonder if indeed people indeed. know what they're doing. That's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, by the way. Like, just for just for a fun fact, like after after the angels are like, hey, thanks for not sending us out there to you know go get raped by those people, um, and offering your daughters instead, your virgin daughters who are married, and offering them as the sacrifice to go get raped by all these horny men outside, we'll hook you up, we'll let you go, and then when they get to the cave after you know because obviously his wife turned to salt. So, you know, mm-hmm. he have little faith. They get to the cave and they're like, Hmm, how do we keep this family line going? Incest. There's a weird amount of incest in the Bible. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. 
<laughs> I've got some TikToks to, to send you. <laughs> we're going to have to put a pin in it because I hear that my wife's friends have arrived downstairs. <laughs> the doorbell has rung. The doorbell anyway, has that's, rung. My, my soliloquy is is done. Actually, we're not, I mean, we're not that, that far away. Let's, let's try and wrap it up real quick here. Um, and then we've, we've got the Homelander. Um, like, I don't, I still don't think Homelander knows who Huey is really like, because people, no, people no. Of, of fame don't give a fuck. Like they don't, they don't know. And he's like, Oh my God, they're going to recognize me. Like you see it when he, when he sees a train, like, Oh shit, he knows who I am. He doesn't fucking know who you are. You're just another nameless face in a sea of blank faces you are unimportant same thing with homelander but homelander's sitting there doing this he's like i'm doing this bullshit baptizing for however many people paid fifteen thousand dollars which also is not an unrealistic number for one of these meet and greets um and like holds he's like he's the last one he's like holding them under the water a little extra like it did look like that didn't it yeah. Yeah, that it, it almost plays it like like okay, I kind of know who you are. Like it, you're kind of fucking um, you, I I I know what's going on here, but I don't think so at all. I think he you're you're starting to see the cracks in Homelander. Like even more. Like we saw it last episode with him killing a plane full of people. Like you start seeing the cracks in in his psyche. And that's what that's what you're seeing there. In, at least in my estimation, that's what you're seeing is him breaking a little bit more like oh fuck and then it's okay it's cool right especially after he was he was like oh yeah i don't like water i have a fear of water and he's like all right game on i had a co-worker tell me this week um about you know how you can hide a little bit of who you are for a little bit for a, mm-hmm. a time but you can't hide who you are forever and i thought that yeah. was never more accurate than in that one scene um where he's i He's getting. He's starting to enjoy. He's starting to enjoy hurting people, which yeah. I don't know that he. I, he may have always enjoyed. it. I think he has always enjoyed hurting people. It was just channeled in a different direction, and you're seeing. You're seeing that break. Like he, we've just had the argument with Maeve. Like mm-hmm. that's it. That's been like kind of his his rock, and now he doesn't know where to go. And you're seeing him like act out a little bit because he doesn't know what's going on there. Doesn't doesn't have the human emotions to process that. So you see him turn to Stillwell. You see him turn to like all these little. You see all these little red flags start happening. <clears throat> little, I say, I say little, like it's you know him murdering a plane full of people is small, but those kinds of things, little things, right? Yeah, L- little things. And then we get the actual like, oh hey, I didn't do any of that shit. That's that's fucked up. I wouldn't. I would never do that. And he's like, oh, I have receipts. Mm. Well, and that's the good thing is that I I do feel like the the action is getting cranked up. I feel like mm-hmm. we are definitely every week a little bit more tension, a little bit more oh, drama. Yeah. Um, I, I think the I, not to not to keep delaying you. I think the only other piece that was was kind of big was the kind of the deal with Huey and Starlight. Like that they they have a connection. They have an obvious connection. And this was like this is a little heartbreaking. And she's already like I mean, we barely touched on kind of her psyche through there, uh, mainly because I don't want this to turn into my therapy session. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you she's having she's having a hard time with all of with all of this, with all of this like bullshit and all of this hypocrisy. Like she's having a very hard time. And she has this one per like she has Huey. And that's the only like normal, sane, stable thing 
in her life at the moment, which is also fucked up because as we know from every rom-com or every story, like that, that there's always that, like the dip in the relationship where they go, Oh, you were just using me. Oh, you were just using me to prove that you could make an ugly girl hot or what, you know, whatever, like that very common trope. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the, that's the trope, but that's the trope that Huey's being kind of played and manipulated and forced into not the one that he actually feels and believes. It was, so he's he has to has to do that. He's like, I don't want to do this. Like, I like this girl. I just like I don't want to tell her. And she's like, Fuck it. I'll get you tickets. What do you want? Do you do you want a, a toy? Do you want a doll? You can use me for whatever you need to, just like everybody else. I was happy to see he had that moment um, where he he saw his girlfriend again, yeah. and then he was honest. He finally says, like, my girlfriend died. Like, and, I'm and fucked she up. Disappeared. And it's yeah. like, it is it's and, that moment where you're honest with yourself. Even if, it, well, he attributes it to essentially like all of this behavior he's doing. He was like, oh, I was going to Ezekiel to find this. And we know that's bullshit. And but he hasn't been able cool. to be fully honest yet, but he, he has started down that, down that path at least. I know that it's not going to end well for the two of them, but I, I have hope. I legitimately have hope. <laughs> of them i i like I, I will just awkwardly laugh and not say anything because i like the character i genuinely do and i know she's yeah. gonna change and i know that but i just yeah and this is i mean honestly this is her her moment of kind of evangelist where she goes this is all fucked up guys like this is all fucked up mm-hmm. like th- this is all for show this is all just playing at looking like it's the I, I forget the term. I am blanking on it right now, but it's the when you're when you're. I mean, hypocrisy. But when you're trying to show that you believe something, like oh, I have to, I have to buy the T-shirt so everyone knows I, I love Jesus, mm-hmm. like that, that thing. We're projecting that out, but it's not. It, it's all for. It's all for show, really. Like it's all to. I wish I. I wish I could remember the term. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll remember it in like three days. Uh, mm-hmm. Or approximately the amount of the amount of days it is for us to uh, for me to read a tweet <laughs> from my co-host. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll remember it then. But that's I mean, that's what's going on with her. This is her kind of awakening into like we've already we we see her awakening with like here's what's going on in the real world, and it's still going on here, and you guys just don't see it. Like someone forced me. Like some, I got sexually assaulted. And you know what? The same exploitation is happening here. We haven't even talked virtue about signaling. Jesus, Erica. that's it. We virtue signaling about her mom and the Done way that her mom. Oh, the way that her mom is. This is for me. It's the. It's a little bit about me. Yeah. Like, I I gave up all this, so you need to you need to be virtuous. And that it's it just I don't know. This this episode rings like super authentic. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't, if if you're not, if you haven't had experience in that world, it it seems fake. Like it seems like a caricature and seems like a parody. It's not. It's like not. this is this is all. It feels like it's played one hundred percent straight. Like it is it, it is, and you just see it. It's the absurdity mm-hmm. with these superheroes, and it's played straight, but with superheroes. And you're like, oh well, this isn't real then this is this is real people are are doing this now and emotionally exploiting people just like this and the people who are doing that exploiting are just just like ezekiel just without superpowers 
Do you know what? It's just, well, it's a, it's a different superpower. It's a, it's a power invested in or imbued in you by, you know, white Jesus. I say white Jesus very intentionally. This is the part of the show where you get to say that this is not a good show. It's not a good superhero or a good sci-fi show. This is a good show with sci-fi, you know, undertones. Yeah. That's the thing that it's not good for a sci-fi show. It's not good because there are superheroes and, and explosions. It's a good show. And next oh. episode gets even more fucked up, if I remember right. I, I believe some uppins will come in our next episode. I I'm believe, for- but it might be it might still be another one. Wow. Uh, but uppances will come. We'll start to see some of these, uh, some of these storylines, you know, wrap up a little bit. Cause I think we've only got what three episodes left, two episodes. Yeah. We are rapidly, we're rapidly getting closer and closer to, uh, I think we get, we get eight, right? This season. Got, yeah. This is episode six, I think. This is episode five. So we got, I think three, yeah, three more. We're closer and closer every day to Moon Knight, buddy, which means we're closer and closer to Kenobi every day. Which means we're closer and closer to Halo. We're closer and closer to me not having any fucking time to watch anything. (laughs) But the good news is is that this is is, we are definitely out of time. We are. We are out of time. I I keep hearing buzzing and I can only assume that is please wrap your shit up. (laughs) Someone is downstairs. So it's time to go. It's time to go be social. On that note, on that. Let's go on another. Um, so, <laughs> let's let the snark take us out. As Indeed. Indeed. May the force be with us. And may okay. the force be with you. Real soon. Have a great week. You're supposed to say and also with you. There's a whole episode about like Catholics and bullshit. That's and also with you. not doing that this week. <sighs> We're not may flying the... into the Catholic bullshit. <laughs> it's true. May the force be with you. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Bye.